Salutations, everybody. This is John Law coming in with episode 11 of the Dark Matter Myth Podcast. This one here is called The Gift of Being Forgotten. You know, something really interesting happened to me last night. And what happened was I had a dream. And it was such a vivid and intense dream. And this dream included a character in which I've seen before. A character that I've never met in real life, but a character that was so vivid and so believable that I had to go straight to my phone and use Google to see if uh, he was real. But uh, it looks like he wasn't. So let me tell you about this one character. This character, when I first met him many months ago, he went by the name of Richard Whispers. And when I met the dude, I said, Doug, your name is Dick Whispers? And he said, yeah, I know, Dick Whispers, right? So we laughed about it. And when I met this one character, you know, who may have been uh, a deep part of my mind, He recruited me for a mission because he presented himself like a a military intelligence that was um, working on psychic warfare and he was trying to uplift the people. So, you know, he recruited me for this mission and it was a mission that I long forgot about. You would think when somebody hands you a business card with the name Dick Whispers on it, you would remember. Not in this particular case. Not until last night into this early morning. So let me tell you what happened. You know, as of lately, as a person who thrives on being adaptive and thrives on stress and overcoming situations, I've been under quite a bit of stress. So in my anxiety, There's been multiple times where I've called out for assistance from a higher power. And and last night I was in a really comfortable and receptive state, particularly uh, between dreaming and waking up. And this is where I would run into Mr. Richard Whispers uh, once again. So I found myself in an underground sewage base, something out of like Batman or the Ninja Turtles. And it seems like I'm being re-enlisted for this mission, a mission that I've completely forgot about, right? So um, Dick Whispers is shuffling me this paperwork, you know, with the, the mission log and his name on it and stuff. But in order to um, be eligible, To participate in the mission, I have to undergo a variety of tests. So I'm like, all right, cool, right? So I get shuffled out of this dream and shot into another one. Each one of these dreams, I'm surrounded by a variety of people. And these people are doing nothing special in particular. You know, they just, they may be walking on the sidewalk or shopping for food. But uh, amongst these people are people that I'm attracted to, 
be it um, their personality and people I find very unsavory for one reason or another. Now these random situations, you know, they're coming and they're going so quickly. I don't know what's going on. And um, through it all, I'm asking people like on the street, I'm like, yo, you seen uh, you seen Dick Whispers? And they'd be like, nah, I haven't seen him, but he was here looking for you. And I'd be like, word? And you know, other places I'd, I'd get shipped off to, people would be like, yo, Dick was over here looking for you. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm looking for him. You see him, I'm looking for him, right? So, um, after what seemed about 45 minutes to an hour worth of uh, situations, I understood what was going on. So I retracted completely from the dream. And as soon as I retracted, I ended up like in an alleyway somewhere. And this dude, Dick Whispers, pops out of like a, a dumpster. And he's like, ah, I was looking for you. And I'm like, Bro, I was looking for you. And at that moment, I understood that he wasn't looking for me. He was surveying me. He was watching me. And right before I understood that, he says, where was I? And I said, you were in all those people over there. I couldn't stand to look at or stand to fuck with. And then he says, that's right. Not only with you, but I present myself and the lives of people as an obstacle under the cloak of unsavory personalities. And this particular training serves you as a reminder that the mission you're on isn't a mission of divisiveness and division, but instead it is a mission of upliftment and unity. And as soon as he said that, that shit hit me like a ton of bricks, man. It was so surreal. And I started crying in a dream. And what this reminded me of was um, like an ayahuasca cleansing. Because in the dream, I'm crying so hard. And, I, and I'm crying so hard that I start vomiting. And I start vomiting all the poison that's been accumulating in me all out. And I'm, you know, vomiting and snot and tears just consistently over and over and over. And when I woke up, I felt a hundred times better than the last couple of days. And with that being said, that reminder was a much needed refreshment so I can continue to move forward. You know, looking back at a time when I was coming up and I would listen to men around me who would talk about cementing their legacies and in order to do that they would have to have multiple children and I would I would watch some of my uncles try to have 12 kids you know some of these dudes were dope addicts couldn't hold down a job but were spreading seeds around the world that they couldn't nourish and um you know looking at that looking at some of the things around how um, certain celebrities have um, been unrelenting when it comes to reproducing with multiple women. You know, looking at that, that definitely helped me develop this idea that I've been um, playing with for a couple of weeks now. And what it looks like to me is when people take on behaviors like this, when people have multiple children as a means to serve their ego, 
What it looks like to me is that they're trying to prolong their mortality. And unfortunately, I don't really think it works like that. You know, while we may give life to a number of beings um, as a way to cement our livelihoods and give definition to our humanity, a lot of times it seems like an indiscriminate means of breeding multiple children, what happens is eventually we end up doing more harm than we do good. Because what we have to do is look at um, the vast amount of resources that go into developing one kid, wiping one ass, and multiply that by like 15 and 20. And we see um, what you once hoped would be a blossoming orchard probably just a deep dark pit for resources that could have been used elsewhere in a much better fashion so just a heads up you know um the potential accumulated effect of being absent from abandoned and confused will probably outweigh whatever shallow thinking you're putting forth that'll make you want to be remembered for so long you know, sometimes I think to myself and I chuckle towards the final day when I will be forgotten and uh, no one is left who has ever remembered my name. And I think about that day all the time and I just laugh. You know, I laugh because it's such a pleasure being here. I laugh because once you're here, you're always here. And I laugh because a lot of people think that once you go, you'll never be again. But I'm wise enough to know that once you are, you always are. <laughs> and that, uh, that brings me great joy. You know, in case you forgot, energy can never be destroyed. Light never stops moving. The only time light stops moving is when it's obstructed. But still, that light energy is usually transferred into infrared energy. If you snap right now, that snap, ever so small, can still be measured across the universe. Every vibration, every interaction you set forth always be and will always continue to move forward so which type of vibration will we push forward you know if we look elsewhere if we look on the internet we look on tv we look on our smartphones we look through our text messages we look through our memes everyone is uh pushing forth a vibration of one two intentions are based around the downfall of an individual or a particular group. Ultimately, that is a vibration of destruction. How much destruction are you putting forth in the world? How much destruction are you receiving? And how much destruction are you passing along? You know, something we do know is that vibrations um, weigh on us on a genetic level. 
our DNA is affected by which vibration we're receiving. And with all this negative vibration being disseminated through every medium possible, I don't think it's a coincidence to see the amounts of people who are sick with diseases like cancer on the rise. So what are you going to do? What are we going to do? Well, with respects to receiving certain vibrations, if we're operating from a standpoint of responsibility, sometimes it's best to, you know, grab our people by the neck, get them off their knees and yank them up to their feet a little bit. But other times, with respect to vibrations and responsibility, sometimes it's best to turn our backs and um, forget, demonstrate forgetfulness of who that person is with hopes to awaken the inner potential of who they could be. You know, if we take a look at Jesus, hung from the cross his last words were perhaps my God why have you forsaken me and being forsaken literally means why have you deserted me why have you abandoned me why have you forgot about me but as the story goes he wasn't forsaken at all Taking a step back to someone Jesus had studied, we look at Moses, and upon birth, Moses was placed in a basket and shipped down the Nile River, forsaken by his own parents. And through a life of slavery, he would eventually rise up and lead his people to freedom. However, Due to his misconduct throughout the struggle, once his people got to the promised land, he was once again forsaken as he was banned to enter the promised land and had to stay behind. You know, from stories like this, I find great connection, great encouragement from once being cursed with the burden of abandonment to eventually finding the perspective of being rewarded with the gift of being forgotten. The gift of being forgotten serves as a great validator to reaffirm that all things are possible through us as individuals. So look, uh, if your connections to the source are great and your mind, body, and spirit are all pure and in alignment, the question I ask you is, can you ever really be forgotten? You know what? Let's push it even a step further. <laughs> and the question I ask you is, are you ready for the day when you are completely forgotten? Are you ready for the day when no one no longer speaks your name? 
or knows who you were. Well, I can promise you this. This day will come. This day when you will be forgotten from memory will come. And for some of us, it will come sooner. And for some of us, it will come a little bit later. So my advice to you between now and until the time when the last human no longer has a connection to who you were, find whatever it takes in order to find total fulfillment in your life. You know, life is many things. It is a drama. It is theater. It is mystery. It is suspenseful. And above all, life is a comedy. And it's a comedy because we get to choose our outlooks. We get to bask in our own perceptions. We get to choose from living the burden of isolation, seclusion, and imprisonment into something more fruitful, like living within the gift of being forgotten. And on that note, this is a good time to sign off. This is John Kyle coming to you once again with the Dark Matter Myth Podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace and much love.